Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. exchange. Cowboys look like they got on top of it, and they did. Micah Parsons, the rookie and first round pick, is there to get the fumble, and it's an early turnover. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Hall of Fame game last night, Pittsburgh over Dallas, 16-3. to A lot of people complaining that it was a boring game. Uh, I don't know what you guys were expected. Have you watched a Hall of Fame game in the past? We knew all the players that would not be out there. It was not boring if you had the under. That number closed at 31 and the hook, 31 and the hook, and the under comes flying through. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, this is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Let's welcome in Michael Lombardi at M Lombardi. NFL on Twitter. He joins the show. Odyssey NFL Insider. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights. These sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You can also hear Michael on GM Shuffle, his weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. Uh, Michael, good morning. Thanks uh, for joining us. Were you able to stick with the entire game? Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I think I don't know what people expect. It's the first preseason game. Guys are trying to find jobs. I mean, that's why the unders always in play. The speed of the game is is way down. And, you know, the quarterbacking, the offensive line are, are subpar. But it was good to see football back out there. And now that we know every week we're going to have football makes it even better. It does. Michael, we saw Micah Parsons last night. Cowboys linebacker, first round pick, make a play. They're obviously counting on him to make a lot of plays this year. Do you think the Cowboys did enough on the defensive side of the ball to uh, to remedy what was really a, a, a terrible defense last year? Well, you know, I, I, you, you know, it's hard to tell from just that game. I mean, I, you know, Parsons fell on a fumble. I don't know if he actually made the fumble. So, I mean, anybody can fall on a fumble. Uh, he, I think it's too early. You know, obviously they've got a long way to go. They're going to have to win with their defensive front. They're going to have to be able to, to utilize that scheme. You know, Dan Quinn's running a simplistic scheme uh, to where the players will play faster. They talked about it last night. I mean, I think it's early. Uh, you know, I think the concern, if I were a Cowboy fan, I mean, they had the first-team offensive line in there in the first drive of the game, and they couldn't put the ball in the end zone, no matter who was playing quarterback against the backups for the Steelers. So, you know, they've got to be able to. Ty Nitschke, the left tackle, got beat for a couple sacks on the early, on the early drive. He's got to be counted on to play well because, you know, Tevin, Teron Smith isn't going to stay healthy for 17 games. And he needs to be, and they signed Nitschke to be able to go in there and, and be the, the swing tackle and give them some relief. That's got to be really disappointing to the Cowboys. Troy Aikman on the broadcast last night, he says he thinks the Cowboys are downplaying Dak's injury. I think when uh, your franchise quarterback is missing, the amount of time he's missing, I tend to think it's probably a little bit more significant than what they have led on. Uh, what was your reaction to that? 
Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, the way they talked about the backup quarterbacks, I mean, I think they're going to be in the market for one. Uh, you know, I mean, look, it, it's early. You don't want to panic, but certainly when a, when a quarterback has a shoulder problem or an arm injury, that's never good. Those things don't usually go away rather quickly. Michael, the uh, Deshaun Watson rumors, especially connected to the Philadelphia Eagles, they will not go away. There's a report the other night, things could be closed. That was refuted. And uh, multiple people, including yourself, said that's probably not going to happen right now. What What have you heard? And and do you think the Watson situation is something that's going to, you know, h- h- you know, I guess reach a crescendo soon? Or is this something that will last and maybe it's next offseason? What's your thought on when and if Deshaun Watson is traded? Well, I think it'll be next season, next offseason, if in fact he is at all. I know, and I, I tweeted this out, and and I've talked about it on my show. Uh, the reality of it is, is I think Houston does it. There's too many variables in the equation. This nonsense about Philly was close. I mean, I was reliably told that a team was made an offer two weeks ago, a substantial offer, an offer they thought was too much, and the, and the Texans re, uh, rejected it out of pocket. They don't want to trade them right now. I mean, their asking price is high, and when you do that, you really don't want to trade the player. I think there's too many variables. I think they feel like, once they get through all the off-the-field issues, whatever the verdict is on that, they'll try to repair the issue if they can. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, our guest, Michael Lombardi, Odyssey NFL insider, and uh, Kirk Cousins is looking for some plexiglass, Michael. I mean, man, it's amazing that two weeks ago, before it was official about Aaron Rodgers, there was a moment in time when the Vikings were actually favored to win the NFC North. And not only do we have this stuff going on with Cousins refusing to get the vaccine, but we find out that as a roster, they are the least vaccinated team in the NFL. I I don't want any part of their futures. I don't know about you. Well, I mean, it's got to be a concern. I mean, of all the times that Kirk Cousins decides to prove his toughness, now is not the time to do it. I mean, you know, it would be, be more helpful if he would do it against the, the, the Packers or against the Bears. But to me, I don't understand it. He can't really give a good answer why he doesn't want to. He just says he doesn't want to. And, you know, that's got to be concerning. If it's, Mike, it's driving Mike Zimmer crazy, you can tell. And it's affecting their team, and it's going to affect their team. Uh, you know, he can build all the plexiglass he wants. You know, this one thing we've learned through this, the virus has no – it's hard to get away from it. And, you know, and this is not the time to be tough. If you're going to be tough – COVID's proven you can't beat them. Yeah, it has. It's a problem for the Vikings. Michael Lombardi, Odyssey NFL insider, joining us here at BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Michael, uh, one guy that's shown he is tough, but unfortunately his body doesn't cooperate is Carson Wentz. He is out again. We don't know how long, five to 12 weeks. The question in Indy is do they go out and, and add a quarterback to help bridge that gap? Nick Foles' name has come up. Both Nick Foles kind of campaigning and then Frank Reich talking him up the other day. Do you think it makes sense? You know the history in Philadelphia. We also know the history between Foles and Reich. He got the best out of him. Do you think Foles to the Colts makes sense? You know, I wrote about this in The Athletic. I mean, I think it's one of the worst rumors you could have. Has anybody watched Nick Foles play the last 18 games? I mean, you know, he averaged last year. You know, he comes in against Atlanta, plays really well, leads him to a comeback victory. And then after that, he loses his job to Mitchell Trubisky. He throws for under, under like 6.4 yards per attempt. Couldn't really move the offense, struggled like crazy. I mean, Nick Foles has had moments of good games. He's never played 17 ga- 16 games in his NFL career in one season. He's never been a full-time starter. I mean, he's had that magical moment in the Super Bowl run year in 17, and he's been able to parlay it. 
Look, he's untradeable by the Bears. The Bears owe him $9 million for the next two years. Nobody wants to take on that guarantee for a marginal player. The last thing you want to do in the NFL is sign a quarterback or sign a player and then still need a player. Yeah, Michael, I'm in Chicago, so unfortunately I saw all those games last year. Please take them. Anybody, go ahead. I mean, I, I brought it up, and a couple of people were laughing at me the other day, just the uh, the idea of what the Colts are going to do here. I don't know that this version of Nick Foles, even with Reich, is better than Eason. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No, Look, I, I don't think there is a version of – first of all, Nick Foles has to be an RPO guy, and then even that is not good enough. So – for me, look, it's a great story. He's a wonderful guy, but the reality of it is, is his moment in the sun isn't was then. It's not now. And I mean, the Bears look. Nagy had him in had him in Kansas City. DeFilippo had him in Jacksonville. They stood on the table to get him in there. They felt like he was going to solve all their problems. The Bears took on a seventeen million dollar guarantee when they traded for him. They didn't do that because they thought he was going to be the backup. They did that because they thought he could be their future starting quarterback if something happened. If Trubisky didn't turn around. And look what happened. Mike, the, the big story out in San Francisco right now is uh, Trey Lance hype, how good he looks in practice and training camp. The Niners continue to say it's Garoppolo's job. He's the starter. They're hyping him up. How do you think this season plays out with those two? Obviously, if Garoppolo goes down, Lance is there. But assuming Garoppolo is healthy, do you think he remains the quarterback all year? You know, I do. I, I mean, I think, you know, I don't know where the hype comes from. I read Mike McDaniel's quote, the offense coordinator, and he talked about how you know, it's going to take him some time to learn how to change the plays. I think what we lose sight of as fans uh, watching the NFL games is how much the quarterback has to process at the line of scrimmage in a rapid fire fit pace. You know, he's got to be able to get out of a play into a good play. There's no team that goes to the line of scrimmage with one play. They don't just go up there and run 34 roll. They don't just go up there and run power. They go up there, they survey the defense, they see what they can get into. They call kill, kill. They, they check, check. They get to another play. And all that has to be processed within 25 seconds. I, I just don't see that happening for a young player. Now, do I think they'll have a role for him? Absolutely. I think they'll have a role for him. With Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi, uh, this is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giulio here. And, uh, Michael, every preseason, it's you know we're, we're just sick of all the positivity. Like, yeah, everybody's going to be the best. Everybody's going to be a Hall of Famer. We have 32 playoff teams across the league. Uh, we're adding one game to the regular season, and people act like every team is going to win that extra game. Uh, I thought it was interesting what you said on the GM Shuffle the other day. As we see all these positive reports, that uh, your reaction sometimes in the office, you'd, you'd see some of those reports by reporters out there, and you'd be like, these people don't know what they're talking about. What are they watching? 
Yeah, I mean, it's just so true. I mean, because they grade completions and they don't grade the whole, they don't know what they're grading. Evaluate the evaluator is what I say. You know, you just don't really know until you're in the building and you understand all the dynamics that go within the the, the process of the quarterbacking position. So for me, it's like I, I, all this hype. I mean, two is having the greatest. Who isn't having a great camp? Can somebody find a player who's not having a great camp? They're saying I Joe Burrow. That. They're saying Joe Burrow, Joe, right? Well, I think Zach Taylor's probably not having a great camp either, you know? <laughs> yeah, 6-25. and 25. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, t- it's tough. I, I like Burrow. I like some of the talent there, but I keep looking at Zach Taylor. I don't know how you can uh, be too positive about Cincinnati. Taylor, I mean, the, the over is at 6.5. I mean, he, that would, he, would have to double, he would have to double his win total. I mean, he's only got six wins as an NFL coach. Nobody would have kept their job unless it was in Cincinnati after this. Michael, over-under for the Giants is seven this year. There's some excitement around that team. The defense was good last year. They added uh, Galladay on offense, make or break year probably for Daniel Jones. But the story in training camp is, is really about Joe Judge, another offensive lineman up and left this morning. Joe Looney retired the other day. He had them sprinting after a fight. You know, Joe came from Bill Belichick. He came from Saban. Uh, I thought he did some good things last year, but there's that personality there. I'm not sure – if it's going to work with the modern NFL player, what's your thought on Joe judge after last year? And just what, what's you've been hearing out of camp this year? Well, I think a lot of it is, look, they got to get their team, right. Uh, You know, the quarterback, it's going to come down to how good the quarterback is. And, you know, now yesterday we've learned that we're supposed to call Jason Garrett, not the clapper. We're supposed (laughs) to call him coach Garrett. So, you know, it's really going to come down to coach Garrett. It's going to come down to the coach and how he handles Daniel Jones. And, you know, when you go through Daniel Jones's career with Coach Garrett, he hasn't been very good. So, you know, he's never thrown for 300 yards, averaged under seven yards per attempt. You know, he's had very few, 19 of his 36 career NFL passes are only over 25 yards. I mean, this is a guy that has to work the ball down the field, and Coach Garrett's going to have to get that done. I think Joe Judge is tied to Coach Garrett. Look, it's the second year. The Giants have lived in in this part where they really think they're better than they really are. And it's just been going on for a while. And Joe's trying to dig them out of a hole that they've dug for themselves, you know, with kidding themselves about how good they could be. They're one of the worst franchises in the last five seasons when you look at the win-loss record. Uh, Down in New Orleans, we know what Sean Payton can do, but we're not quite sure what he's going to do with uh, his signal caller and Michael Thomas out at the start of the season. The win total is nine. What are you expecting from New Orleans this year? Our team, the handicap, I can't wait to watch him this summer. You know, I mean, obviously the two quarterbacks are going to be uh, battling it out. I, I, I think it's got to be Jameis Winston because we'll give him some balance. Plus it'll allow Taysom Hill to stay in the current role that he's in. But for me, you know, I think the questions on defense, are they good enough at corner? They signed Quan Alexander to help at linebacker. They got hit with the cap. I mean, they went all in to try to win the Super Bowl in the last few years. And they had to pay a price. Them and the Steelers had to pay a price this offseason. You know, now they're working around it because the cap went down. But, you know, I, I think it's going to be a step back. I really do. I think the the, the, the South and the NFC is, is probably not going to be as deep. I think Atlanta's a better team than people think they are. Similar to a division uh, kind of up and down, Michael, the NFC, so the, there's been no repeat winner in that division since 03-04. Washington over under eight and a half. They won it last year. They add Fitzpatrick. They also have some issues right now trying to get their players vaccinated to make sure they're going to be on the field. What, what's your thought on the on the Washington football team with Fitzpatrick quarterback uh, year two at Ron Rivera? 
Well, I mean, look, everybody's optimistic on the Washington football team, but I go back to the game 17 of last season when they're playing Philadelphia and they need that game to win. And, and basically Philly just pulls all their players. They go Roberto Duran on them and no Moss and the, and the Washington's able to win the game early, you know, and yes, they played well in the playoff game. I think Fitz will help them offensively. My questions are, are they going to be good enough in the offensive line? I think signing Eddie Jackson at corner is really huge for them. Gives them a legitimate big-time corner on the outside, uh, a big guy that can run and, and cover the better receivers, especially the bigger guys. Uh, I'm optimistic. I'm not sold completely on them because I think when you look at them, you know, there's a lot. I mean, Carolina went in there and beat them when they had to have it last year. I mean, we kind of run away with it a little bit. I'm going to be op- I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about them. Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi at M Lombardi NFL on Twitter. Thank you for your time this morning, Michael. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You can also hear Michael on the GM Shuffle, his weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. Thank you for asking about the Giants, Joe G, because it's already happened. He was the clapper, and I, I that was from Michael Lombardi, but now, because of that moment at the podium, thank you, Giants Media, as well, for making sure that everyone got this. He's he's Coach Garrett now. He's Coach Garrett. Coach Garrett. I mean, man, the Giants, there's a lot of a noise. Clown. A lot of, a lot of silly stuff for a football team that hasn't won anything in like a decade. They've uh, been lo- bad, and they talk a lot. A lot of people very high on them going in. After this week, I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure. We're going to check out the AFC West next, break down the Raiders and the Broncos. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.